Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more with your hosts, Brent Radlinski and Dave Van Robes. Listen in as we talk everything happening in the world of sports from a beer drinker's perspective. It's just like sitting in the sports bar, but with your pants off. Sports, beer, and shenanigans. So sit back, grab a few beer, and let's get into it. 1520 Sports Podcast Show 207 on June the 7th, 2022. Dave, a whole bunch of stuff happened since we last spoke last Thursday between you got uh, the Saudi League, you got the, the Oilers, the NHL playoffs are going on. You have a, our friend, uh, not our friend, but the uh, gift that keeps on giving for the podcasters in, in the world, uh, the Sean Watson saga going on. So much going on in the world of sports. Baseball, I want to talk a little bit tonight, but we probably won't get to that because of uh, – Deshaun Watson and that debacle. But let's start tonight, Dave. Um, let's start tonight with the Edmonton Oilers going down, getting swept aside in four games straight by the Colorado Avalanche. Um, game went to overtime last night for hockey fans, as you know. Um, I I think Colorado is a much superior team, and it's not. I don't think it's close. I think with a goaltender of my caliber, that series might go six. I actually think that the Oilers should have won that game last night. They had the Colorado Avalanche down 4-2. And then Mike Smith decided he had to be Kale McCarr, play in the puck, and Bobby Orr, whatever you want to call him. And he goes to the wall, shoots it, hits the referee. The rest of history is 4-3. That game probably should have ended 4-2. Mike Smith blew that game last night. He was not good throughout the series. Really wasn't good throughout the playoffs. Um, would Oilers won that, that that series with a goaltender like Vasilevsky? Probably not anyways. But Dave, man, that game last night was right for Oilers to take that one, and Mike Smith blew that one, in my opinion. If Mike Smith played B-plus goalie, this entire series, they would have won game one and they would have won last night, two, two. Um, And then who knows what else? Because he was, he, at times he was fucking awful and cost his team goals. That's, that's simple black and white. I'm not saying he's the reason they got swept. I'm not saying he's the reason it's not two, two. But he's the biggest single contributing factor to the fact the Oilers did not win a game that series. 100%, Dave. I thought that he was bad. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You show me a, a good coach, I'll show it. Or you show me a good goal, I'll show you a good coach. Um, he, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. 
your job as a goaltender in National Hockey League is to stop all the easy ones and a few of the hard ones. And Smith didn't do that throughout this series, especially last night. There was a like the uh, the, the short side goal McKinnon got in the third period. The uh, the the slider along the ice in the third period as well. It wasn't good. It was bad goalieing, as as we say in the uh, the goaltending world. It, it was it was atrocious. And like I said, they, they may not have won. Uh, they had dry sidled down. We'll talk about him in a second, but. Mike Smith, and we talked about it back, Dave, back in, in December that the Oilers' uh, pro- biggest problem that Ken Holland didn't uh, didn't solve in the offseason was going to be goaltending because they just don't have any money on the salary cap. Colorado's number two was better by a long shot than Edmonton's number one. And then also, which we also have to say, and, I, and as, as opposed to shitting on people, what I'm going to say is Kale McCarr is a player. He's like the new Lidstrom, the pronger. Pick your guy. He's so fucking good. And, yeah, and, I, I had that on the notes to touch on that, Dave. Uh, he's real good. He's a young kid. Played for the Brooks Bandits in the AJHL just down the road here uh, not too many years ago. Uh, I think he's his third or fourth year in the league. That kid, is, is he's a stud. I thought it was kind of a lofty statement that they had between periods that they were saying he's the – He's as good or better than Bobby Orr. Uh, let's give him a little bit more time before you start uh, comparing him to the, the, probably the greatest defenseman ever, Bobby Orr. Because like you brought up, there's a guy by the name of Nick Lidstrom who won seven Norris trophies and won one at the age of 40. So before you start uh, surpassing uh, Lidstrom and, and getting to Orr, there's a, a little bit that has to happen. The kid, he was probably the best player on the ice last night. Um, five points in an eliminate or in a, in a, in a deciding game in the, in the playoffs. Uh, anytime the players get five points, that's something else. And to do it from the back end, like he's doing, man, oh man, the kick can flat out fly. So good. And, and I, I, I don't know if it was game three or whatever. McDavid was one of it on his, one of his rushes. And it was, I, I'm going to say it was, yeah, it was one-on-one, but McCarr had the angle and, and McKinnon and sorry. And McDavid was on the boards. So smart and so fast. He didn't chase him. He he just kept his lane. He knew where McDavid was going to make his cut to the net, and he was ready for him. Poke check into the corner, harmless. Poke check, gone. See you later. There wasn't even a question to be a penalty or anything. And with McDavid's speed, it was. It's a pleasure to watch stuff like that. And it, uh, it you can, uh, you can go to all the hockey schools you want and all the power skating you you want and spend. And your parents can spend all the money they want. You have to have some kind of a God-given talent and a knowledge of the game, and a and a. You got to have something to be able to play the way he's doing at such a young age. You have to have the skill and the trust in your skill and the knowledge of how to apply your skill. Like, and I think what I where I go to is always like hockey sense. He has such a tremendous amount of hockey sense. Yeah. His, his awareness of where he is with and without the puck, um, either on the offensive side or the defensive side. That kid was special to watch, and you know uh, McKinnon is good. He's that that guy's so good too. So is Landis. I, I like I like the the sandpaper that uh, that McKinnon plays with. He showed it last a little bit. It was borderline dirty, dirty, little, but it was it was a lot gritty, not dirty, but it was a lot gritty. Uh, yep. He played with a little bit of sandpaper to his game last night, and it showed. And then Colorado Avalanche are going to Stanley Cup uh, Finals. Yeah, um, and you know they they 
you, you can't really say they wanted it more because both teams are out there and they really want to win. Both teams really want to win. I don't, I didn't question the desire on either side, but it seemed to me as a team, Colorado has learned from their mistakes in the past and they weren't going to let that kind of shit repeat itself. And they came ready to play. They were locked down. They clearly had a better plan than Calgary did to, um, to neutralize McDavid. And, and even though McDavid got his points and got his goals, you can't shut someone like that down forever, but they contained him and they didn't let him be a difference maker every single shift. Like you see, he seemed to be in the Calgary series. The guy that was really good, even though he was clearly injured and there still hasn't even talked about it was dry. Sadly, I think he got three more points last night and he's clearly going on one wheel, man. That guy showed a lot of grit last night that, and it might turn out to be she's you, you read all over the Twitter thing today and the, and the, 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 not, and not just Twitter people, but actual hockey guys that for the Oilers to make the next step, they might have to get rid of uh, dry just because they got to find a goaltender. Now you can't do that because he only makes 8.5 million. That's a, that's what we talked about before in the 1420 podcast, how that, that deal at 8.5, it's the, it's the best deal in hockey. And so to get rid of him just for a goaltender, well, that's going to set your team back three years for a goaltender. And there's not that many goaltenders out there. So what do you do? What do you do? And they were talking about Kane, too. I haven't heard one fucking word about a number one demon because everybody's going to be, oh, well, Nurse was hurt. Nurse was where this. Nurse was that. Nurse is a B, B defenseman. He's a B. He's yeah. not an A. And like... And that's it. And 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 check me if I'm wrong, but I've said this before. I have no fucking faith in Ken Holland and this or this order organization. Yes, the Oilers took a massive step forward by winning two rounds in the playoffs this year. Yes, um, we saw that Drysaddle and McDavid can can raise their elite play in the playoffs when it matters the most. We've seen that now. We know that can happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're letting in four to five goals a fucking game in the Every playoffs. Every game. And, you know, and that's, and, you know, I saw Dave McDavid doing some of his back checking. For all his speed, once he catches up to the guy, he doesn't know what to do. Like they could, I, when he back checks, you can pretty much call him a penalty on him every single fucking time. See, even with the, like, we'll talk, we get off the goaltender thing, but you, you get swept. It could, like you said, it could be 2 2 with some goaltending. Colorado's a lot better. They're, they're going to lose some players. Free agents is going to come and bite them and uh, right away here too. But you got to look at not just the Oilers, but a lot of teams in NHL playoffs or that, that are out of the playoffs now. And the four teams that are left uh, or that down to three now, they're a lot better than most of the teams that are out of the playoffs and they didn't make the playoffs. And you got to be thinking that these teams are thinking, Jesus, how far behind are we? Because you look how head and shoulders above that Tampa is and how, how far ahead that Colorado is, I expect Tampa to kind of take away this Rangers series. I've been wrong a thousand times you've played us before. But you've got to be thinking these other GMs and teams and ownership groups and fan bases throughout the National Hockey League, they got to be watching these, these uh, semifinals and the finals that are coming up and thinking, we are so far behind, we think we're ahead. One of those things, you, you, you have to have a plan. You have to know exactly. You have to have that intellectual honesty to understand why and and you 
excuses are like assholes, right? Everybody has one. But at the end of the day, you have to figure out what is going to make your team better. And with a team like Edmonton, you got to take a look. Like, how are they going to get better? They're, they're, they're going to be a year older or anything, but they, they really can't sign. They don't have the money. They have, seven, they, have seven, they have seven million bucks left for next year, and they got to go out and get a goaltender. They got to, and they're not going to sign, sign Kane and, and say what you want about the off the ice crap and everything else with Kane. But when he went there, uh, when they changed the coaches around the same time, when Kane went there, he helped that team a lot. Uh, and they aren't going to be able to resign him. They, they just aren't because he's going to get he, some owners going to probably give him two years, five, six million bucks, two years, and, uh, and a very tight leash somewhere. Uh, he'll want seven, but I don't think an owner will do that because they're just salary cap and everything else. But Kane helped that team immensely when he he, he went there. And he ain't coming back. So the Oilers are going to be a lesser team next year already. They just are. Yeah. And, and you know, when you're 41 years old, you're not going to be a better goalie at 42 when when now you've been exposed. They got him for another year. Duncan Keith. You I think he's – he time was to in, go. It's a, he was a non-factor out there. Um, slow and old, so, slow and old. Like the game passed it. him by, right? It's 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 not his fault. He just happens to be thirty-six now, right? It's it's not your fault. But these are questions that have to get addressed. Like the a veteran president, like the fact that fucking Chris Russell is still, or what's his name, still on that. Yeah, team. Russell. Yeah. I. I uh, he was average at best when they signed him for too much money. He's a so, good player, but he's not a great player. He, he's not going to dazzle you. He's not going to – okay, he won't hurt you, but he ain't going to help you. Like, he'll be a, he'll be a zero across the board. Like, he's, he's, he's not going to be a minus. He ain't going to be a plus. He's just there. He'll block shots and, and do his a job. Kevin Lowe. Kevin Lowe type player. Well, not that bad, but, you know, that's another thing. They're starting for another day. Hey, you, you, we're Kevin talking Lowe about thing. a Hall of Famer. Right? A Hall of Famer, <laughs> Kevin Lowe. Oh, God. That, we'll get back into that thing another day, the Hall of Fame. We'll go through the Hall of Fame list and say yes, no, maybe so again one of these days in the dog days of summer once it gets all going again. But, Dave, uh, yeah, the Oilers there, you know, they came close. They had some pretty – the crowds that stood there were good. I did notice, Dave, though – Maybe this is just uh, bias for when we were younger and drinking at, at the uh, Northlands Coliseum. But that crowd did not seem start to finish like it did back in the day when we used to go to playoff games in the Coliseum. In game three, I, th- I think they did. But uh, Colorado took them out of the game so early and, and kept them quiet and just stifled them so much. Yeah. I, I think that was part of the thing. And also, the wave is still a fucking thing. They're doing it there? What are they doing? I don't like the way they do the Yankee Stadium once a month. Stupid. Ban the wave. That's enough. Ban the wave. Yeah. yeah, It's it's, it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. It it is passe. The time has passed. Time has passed. Let's put it away for 10 years and then we can maybe do it on 70s night or something like that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the way you're standing up, people are watching, beer gets spilt, nachos get spilt, popcorn everywhere. You people stand in front of you, not watching, making sure they're in, on time with it. Just watch the fucking game. Ban the wave. Ban the wave. Or, or 100%. Just, no, I, I, was, I was embarrassed to even be divorced from that team when I saw the wave. This is <laughs> yeah. why we're divorced. It's the, the ex-wife who got uh, her hair colored and you go, what are you doing? 
And now Enough. she's Instagramming from uh, Boss Hogs on a Thursday night. Like, yeah. come on. Hey, you're listen. You, you're still the mother of my of my child. Quit it. <laughs> Act accordingly. <laughs> Just quit it. Don't embarrass your kid. Like, that's all you're doing. Tampa Bay's up three nothing here. I fully expect them to come away and win this series, probably in six or seven games. Uh, the Rangers are uh, they're in a rebuild, but I fully expect Tampa to, to win that series. But I don't think they watching that Colorado team with McCarr, with McKinnick, with Landeskog, and the rest, even with a a fourth or fifth rate goaltender, which Freddie Francouz is. Uh, I really believe that uh, Colorado's headed to their first Stanley Cup championship in 21 years. They played so well against the Oilers that, like, I I I, I believe they got out coached. The Oilers got out coached as well. I wouldn't even be able to tell you who is coaching the Avalanche right now, but. Um, they had a game plan and they executed perfectly and they have the skill, the high skill players that you need. And even without their number one, they were able to dominate the Oilers thoroughly on the ice and, and no panic either down two goals in the 10 minutes left in the third. And they came back that like they're down no two panic. goals twice. Yeah, it was fine. We're, yeah. we're good. No, no problem panic. here. They made it happen. They got the leaders and I think they're on a mission. I, I almost want to see Tampa now win this series because I would like to see Colorado play Tampa because wow, it'd be more Colorado of a best on best. A- it'd be more of a best on best situation. Like for me, I, I'd rather see the Rangers. There's just uh, I, I just something more of us. The Rangers are more of a sexy national team than 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 Tampa. They're, you're not getting many eyeballs. I don't. I don't think it's still going to be a tough watch for for you and and for me as well. But um, I agree. Uh, but it, it's going to be a tough watch either way around. Yeah, um, but, you know, it's um, whoever won that series, the Oilers-Avalanche series, that's who I was going to be rooting for in the Stanley Cup, and it happens to be the Avs. And and I'm looking forward to it. Like, they, they to me, seem like the best team in the NHL right now, and we're going to find out in a week and a half. I also saw a little tidbit that uh, if Game 7 is to be played, there's a Beaver concert at MSG that night. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that that'll uh, that'll go away. I'm thinking maybe not because Beaver's big. Oh, the Rangers the, are bigger. I mean, obviously, but are they? Uh, like, I don't know. They moved the Rangers game. They're not moving Beeps. Right? Maybe. Maybe I, I don't know because like, yeah, I don't know. I, I you'd think that they would move the the Beaver concert unless he's got dates going coming here and coming there, but there's also union. Do, union dues and everything else that happened with the concert at Mass Square Garden. I think they would move the Beaver concert, but you never know. You, you just never know. You, you do never know. And you think someone may have possibly looked at a fucking schedule before they said this is when we want it? Yeah, maybe hey, we should take a look at this. Or maybe they thought it would never get to Game 7. Yeah, there's that too. Anyways, actually, Dave, I was just before we, we, we went on the air tonight, um, notification came up from somebody on uh, on the Twitter machine that lives in, in Denver. Uh, ticket prices are actually... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.
quite reasonable. You can get yourself in the building face value right now for 75, 80 bucks as of right now. Well, what a treat. I, I could not, I, I like you're, they're a little bit up there in the mile high stadium where it's what used to be the Pepsi center. But anyways, if you're going to, if you're actually on that note, if you're going to go to the game in Denver or in Tampa or wherever in the upcoming days and father's day is coming up and you're going to a baseball game this weekend, you seatgeek.com, the seatgeek app, save yourself 20 bucks by using one, four, two, zero pod. That's fourteen twenty pod. And like I said, we'll save yourself 20 bucks. And uh, free parking with your $20 you saved or maybe buy, buy your dad a beer as well. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead? Or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Dave, I thought I had the show all figured out for tonight, what we were going to talk about. And then around 3 o'clock uh, Mountain Standard Time, our friend uh, Jim from the Fan of the Van podcast, he sent us, sent the 1420 Twitter account a, a, a note talking that our, the uh, the gift that keeps on giving for podcast uh, creators and content creators, Deshaun Watson, a whole other slew of, uh, of bad uh, Bad press came out against him that there was uh, non-disclosure agreements had to be signed. There was a lot of, there were 66 plus different masseuses that were uh, on the line right at the the, uh, the Texas stadium. Uh, a lot going on, this thing that just won't go away. And now they're talking about that there's a good chance that Deshaun Watson probably won't be playing football again. And then you, you looked at the, uh, they were talking about the draft picks, everything else that went one way to, to the, uh, Houston Texans, uh, it, it ain't good for the, the 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 Cleveland Browns. Once again, the Browns are going to brown, and it's just the way things always seem to work out. Dave, this Deshaun Watson thing won't go away, um, and then now you're you're going with the Houston Texans uh, making these uh, masseuses. Is that the proper word? Masseurs, masseurs, masseuses. Is it, that's the proper way of saying it? Making them sign non-disclosure agreements. What what goes on behind closed doors stays behind closed doors, basically. Uh, Dave, as the days and weeks and months go by in this situation, it's looking worse and worse for Deshaun Watson. I'm not surprised. Oh no! Fucking millisecond. Like like we talked about this. We talked about it on uh, when we talked to our brutally honest friends. We talked about this, and I asked the question: How many? That was massages? back in January. Yeah, how many massages do you get? Like, how many different ones? Like, for fuck's sake, if it if it smells, if it smells bad, it's probably bad. And like, why, why people that are signing checks for millions of dollars turn a blind eye to this and don't nip it in the bud? Like, why someone didn't grab Deshaun Watson by the fucking ear like my mom used to do? And, like, you fucking smarten up, boy. You're playing with fire here. You're going to make – you're going to get into trouble. We're going to get into trouble. And everybody's going to look bad as opposed to what those fuckers did. Like, it's why nobody stepped in 
and say, you smartened the fuck up, guy, because you're well, pissing a future t- shit ton of money away and your career and your reputation. You know, Dave, now you're getting into a situation where the NFL can step in it with, with Houston Texans and go, you have a lack of organizational control, which, which, which has happened before in, in the league. And then you, you, you go to NCAA football where there's a lack of institutional control and guys lose their program. Guys get fired. This guy gets suspended. They lose this. They lose that. And then things go on. And you're dealing with millions, billions, not millions, billions of dollars that the Houston Texans might be out and this owner might be get himself in a heap of trouble because shit can only run downhill so far. Eventually it's got to go start going back up. You can only blame Deshaun Watson and his cronies so much. And I bet because he was that he had enablers let him happen, like you said. Yes, he he at the end of the day, he he's got a fetish or whatever goes on. I don't know what behind the closed doors, none of my business. But at the end of the day, there were people inside the Houston, Texas organization that were allowing this to happen. And it wasn't just, just the Sean Watson. Allowing it to happen, enabling it to happen. Yeah. Not, like it was when he, I don't know how the fuck the, the, the Texans found out about his uh, predilection for amateur masseuses. Um, but once they did find out. You've been working said, on that one for a while. Well, no, I, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a linguist. A little bit, um, big, a little bit bigger than world lets you do every morning, that's for sure. Well, predilections is a lot longer than five letters, but nonetheless, <laughs> once they find out, found out about him, instead of grabbing him to the ear, or whacking him on the head with a shoe, they said, "Here's an NDA, and now you use the hotel. We got you a suite full time in this hotel, so you can do your." massage therapy hobby here they enabled his predilection well what I, did I, his lawyer said something last week or the week before about there's no there's no such thing you're allowed to have a happy ending or something along those lines did you hear that a happy it, ending isn't illegal that yeah that's the, what it said, unless you so, pay for it that's so what the, said. so that's jesus man they all need to shut the fuck up and come clean well, it's only because it's, now that now that it's going on and on and on, we've talked about this probably our fifth or sixth time in the 200 plus shows we've done for this, Dave. We've talked this a lot and, and and there's no one listening to us. So just imagine what the sports talk radio down in, in, in Houston must be about this or in Cleveland now because they don't have a quarterback. Like They don't have a quarterback right now because Baker Mayfield's going to be like, no, fuck that. You guys picked him over me and he ain't allowed to play. So now you have two teams without a quarterback. Because this guy has a fetish for fucking masseurs. If they would have nipped this in the bud, how much long? How long ago? Two years now. This has been going on. We're not talking this right now. I'm glad we because there's something to talk about. I hope nothing horrible happened to these women. Obviously, but how this can continue to go on, and then a little more gets leaked out, and a little more gets leaked out. It's like what the fuck? Like how? How hasn't? His mother, like you said, walked in and go, boy, what the fuck? You're going to tell us the truth, and you're telling me now. Exactly. Like, they they knew what was going on, and anybody that wants to pretend for a fucking second that these women are coming out because they want to get paid, how do they have the exact same story? How do they do this? How do they have texts? And 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 I, I read some of the transcripts from um, uh, Desha- one of his depositions, 
And he's like, like, so you knew that were wasn't a she you knew she wasn't a professional masseuse, but yet you chose to go to her. Well, that wasn't of concern to me. Well, then what was your concern? Then why the fuck were you going there? Right? You're a you're you're a zillion dollar athlete playing the world's hardest game at the world's hardest position at a high level. And you're and this isn't caring about your body. This is caring about your fucking little head, not your big head. You stupid guy. Like, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why he didn't have an escort to just fucking uh, like a Heidi Fleiss type thing. Just get your hanny and and do the Rob Crowd. Whatever, man. Right? It's just it's so, it's the, the, so bizarre. The gifts of Asia or something like that. And 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 it, it's it's not even bizarre. This is just classic entitlement. This is just entitlement. And 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 I'm more important than you. And I'm and I'm more famous than you. And I have more money than you. And I'm a man of influence and I can make things good for you. And who's going to believe you any, anyway? It, it's, it's, it's part of that, I guess, the Me Too movement. He didn't, no, he, he fucking, he didn't force himself on him. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't physically abuse them, but he sexually assaulted them. And when I say that sexually assaulted, if you grab a person's hand and put it on your body, in a sexual manner, that is sexual assault. That's what it is. There's different degrees, and there's the, and the, uh, of, of sexual assault. Like, of, of, of I don't know. The, 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 there's been some suggestion if he put his hands on them in an inappropriate manner. But from from the gist of things that I read in this article today, he was making sure his junk touched their hand. It's just it's, it's so, sexual assault. It is, and it's so bizarre. And like he's like you said, Dave. And now there's up to sixty six women doing this or talking about this. Uh, you know, and I know to get sixty six people to collaborate the same story is impossible. It is. It's you like you like. And the, the older we get, it's tough to get this, the, the story right between me and you sometimes, let alone sixty six people, because you forget and everything else. So there, there's no way this is. A, it's 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 a bunch of women or a bunch of people trying to get rich. It's it, it's 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 not. It's just not. This guy is guilty, and the, the organization's guilty. And another because the guy can play quarterback, he's he's not going to get away with it. But why why didn't somebody from the Cleveland Browns organization go and talk to some of these women prior to this contract being signed? Because all of a sudden their billion dollar business is in jeopardy. Like it's billion dollar businesses because this guy is getting hand jobs from fucking masseurs. Like, think is, about that. There's two. There's two billion dollar industries that might be destroyed by one guy's fetish. Nothing's getting destroyed. No business are going to get destroyed. The 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 Houston Texans are going to play. With okay, they're going to play. Their 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 chances of being competitive are gone. Well, these are two franchises that can't stay competitive to save their lives, and this is why. And now this is this might be why. Because the Houston Texans, the Texans are enablers. The Cleveland Browns are fucking morons. They can't fucking figure it out. A, they they finally get a quarterback that they traded up to get with Baker Mayfield. Finally wins him a playoff game. He was hurt last year. I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is is the God's gift of quarterback. I'm not. 
But I'd rather have him at my at the helm than than uh, Kirk Cousins any fucking day, any fucking day. He won a playoff game for Cleveland for the first time in forever, and now you throw him to the curb, you disrespect him, and you sign him. And and Cleveland said they did due diligence, and Cleveland Browns said they couldn't confident. But I'm just saying what they said. They put out a fucking press conference with Hazlitt and his wife, the owner of the thing. Idiots can't fucking spell. They like did. It, well, you don't, you don't, well, you, you, you become a billionaire and the owner of a, of a franchise with someone spelling for you then. I don't know how that happens, but he, at the end of the day, he's the motherfucker writing checks. And he said that Cleveland did their due diligence and then they're confident that this will get resolved. Fucking liars, because when they signed him to this $230 million contract, do you know how much he's getting paid for the first year? A million. What? One million dollars because they, they knew, knew he was going to get suspended. They knew he was going to get suspended. So for it's, them to say we did our due diligence, well, then you know, you you they, know, shit's coming down the road. And you know, this is what the NFL has to say. They they and also to what I read is that like um the um, the Panthers were in on him too, and they they wanted fully guaranteed. There's no opt out like and and if this and if this with the the legal uh, um the legal whatever fucking hang ups and shit like <coughs> oh excuse me with the legal um playing out in court and that uh, we'll claw some of it back and that was a non starter. If you want him, like you have to sign off. You have to fully guarantee it. And it doesn't matter fucking one thing what happens about this. What's crazy about this thing? You say the Browns did their due diligence and everything else looking into this. These the stories, Browns said they did. The Browns. Okay, the Browns said. What's crazy about this, Dave? These stories always get broken by some roving reporter who's making fucking 10 cents a word for whatever fucking newspaper. This was New York Post, so it's a little bit bigger. Or the Times doesn't really much matter which one it was. But it's always by some starving reporter looking for it, looking for a story to make their, and so they, they dig a little harder and dig a little harder and dig a little harder. So why is some guy who's making 10 bucks an hour on food stamps, why is he able to find out this, this stuff and the, the multi-billion dollar corporation can't figure it out? Because this guy wants to and the Browns didn't. Simple. Exactly. Well, and, and yeah, you, you, you look for the answers you want to find, right? If you don't want to hear the answer, don't ask the questions. And the Browns did. Exactly. Right. And, and I don't, I, I still don't know why. Well, because they're the Browns and, and it's funny how some organizations just can't stop stepping on their dick and the Browns are one of them. And they finally get a little glimpse into it. Uh, of what uh, a successful franchise might look like, and they pull fucking shit like this. And Deshaun Watson is all world talent. Fuck that guy is so good. I loved watching. Never play him. again. Oh no, he is. He is going to play again. I don't he think is so. Going to play again. Oh, Didn't play two sure. years already. Well, it's no a year. No, it's been two. No, you sure it's been two. We've been talking about this for a long time, Dave. Well, that was before we were like. Because he sat out, and he wanted to trade, and then when he wanted to trade, now I think it's only been one full year. To tell you the truth, because he only got traded after, towards the end of the year, or, or even after the Super Bowl is when he got traded. I think he's only sat out one year, and because he held out before these allegations came out, it's only been one. Mm-hmm. I believe it it's doesn't much matter. 
I'm sure before the NFL season comes up, we'll be talking about Deshaun Watson and, and Jim tomorrow morning on, on his uh, podcast with the Fan of the Van podcast. He'll have his take on it and everything else because uh, he he really throws it out there. He, his disdain is uh, worse than mine and yours t- together, Dave, for the, uh, the Fan of the Van podcast and the Deshaun Watson situation. But anyways, support for the 1420 Sports Podcast brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for uh, your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. That's 20% off. Uh, worldwide shipping free. Free worldwide shipping with promo code 1420SCAPE. That's 1420SCAPE at manscaped.com. And Dave, if 4 million guys have bought this, and by, by my math, that's 8 million balls who've been treated with Manscaped. You don't know that. There's a lot of people and survivors out there from Tuskegee or cancer. That's you a valid I, point. You and I both know a couple one ballers rolling around these days. That's a very valid point. Dave, I have I, I used uh, on the weekend. I tried out <laughs> the uh I didn't use the uh the the the, 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 the landscaper 4.0, but I did use the weed whacker for, for the, the uh, nose hair and the ear hair. The nose hair seems to be a bigger problem of mine for whatever. Well, I think it always has been. There have been a few creepers that just grow nonstop, but I used the the, uh, the weed whacker over the weekend. Great. It was a great unit, and I'm usually scared to put things in my nose like that, but this is a great unit. worked out fantastically. The the underwear are great. The, uh, the ball deodorant actually smells quite good. Uh, so far, so good with the Manscaped products. Deanne told you it smelled good? I just put it up to my nose and that's a rub. I, I, <laughs> maybe we'll bring her on, on the air one day. We'll talk about the, uh, the ball deodorant. I'm sorry. I riled you. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, it's good to hear. I have, I have a similar product to the, to the weed whacker. Um, it's funny as I, I just whacked the nose hair literally like two days before I got my product. So that's going to be on the thing. I have my, uh, I have them both charging and ready to go. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to have to consult with my wife before I start uh, going into the the jungle down there, and then we'll see what we we decide. And then I can't wait to give out my uh, my honest and, and frank opinion. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Couple things I uh, they wants to hit on here to uh, maybe just change everybody's opinion. Uh, inside the package, you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop hersebar ball deodorant, crop reviver uh, 
toner, performance boxer briefs, and a t- travel bag goes with you. Uh, the lawnmower uh, 4.0 is for future uh, generation. It's got a uh, the ceramic head on it so to, to protect your family jewels. So it's all it's all there. There's a light on it to, so you can see in the dark. I don't know why. And some good reading material that comes with the. Uh, the Weed Whacker 4.0, but it, the whole thing's really good. And like I said, uh, time to take care of yourself. So go, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with promo code 1420SCAPE. That's 1420SCAPE at manscaped.com. That's a long one. We'll, I'll, I'll get the, the hang of that later on, Dave. We'll figure this all out. And these guys will be a full-time sponsor for us. And thank you very much once again to manscaped.com for sending us the uh, the package last week. The package is great. I have, uh, like I said, I, I've, I've, uh, I haven't sampled. I, I've read and, and everything, and, and and I can't wait to, to use the product. It's, it's the rechargeable electrical devices, which is better than the battery powered things that I used to have. And and I'm looking forward to um, to trying the product because what four million, eight million. I'm four million people. Four million people four used million. it. Four million. Well, four million and two now. So there we go. I haven't used it, but I, I will. And I can't wait to give my honest and frank results. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at manscaped.com. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four viewer sports talk and a whole lot more. Dave, the RBC yeah. Canadian uh, Championship is this weekend. The golf tour uh, makes a stop out, out in southern Ontario. Uh, sponsored by Bodog. Luke's Lock of the Week. Sponsored by Bodog, like I just said. Luke went, a uh, good friend of ours, Luke Davis. He went with uh, Canadian boy Corey Connors to win uh, the the RBC Championship, the, the Canadian Open. Uh, put down 20 or win yourself. I think it was, what the heck was it, 400 bucks. He's a 2000 2000 or plus 2,000 spots. So Luke's Lock of the Week brought to you by Bodog and Bodog.com and the Bodog app. Corey Connors to win the thing. But Dave, the bigger news in the PGA Tour this week isn't really about the PGA Tour, but it's about that Saudi League or whatever you want to call it. There's a word for it, but I don't care what it's called. It's always L-I-V. Known as L-I-V. Um, there was some big money thrown about this week. Uh, Phil Mickelson was the last guy to, to take advantage of it. He got reportedly $250 million to uh, to play the Saudi League guy that I was surprised took the money and ran Dustin Johnson took 125 million at a stage in his career where he probably doesn't really need to to go and do it but 125 million dollars um, guaranteed money is that's good though if you can get it I guess uh, the one that really really blew my mind and he didn't take it and the reports started off yesterday it was a high nine figure number. And it was leaked out late yesterday that Tiger Woods was offered $900 million to join the Saudi Golf League. And he he uh, gracefully declined it, Dave. Oh, man. Like, we've talked about it before, how Phil um, blew through a lot of money gambling and bad investments and his spending habits and the rest of it and all and all and all. Um and you kind of knew he was going to take the money and go for it because he's been kind of the, the the face of this thing along with Greg Norman to to, to go and, and join this thing and take the money and, and do whatever he's got to do. $250 million, think we'll get him through the end of next week, but you never know. Um, but the one guy that kind of blew my mind to, to let go of his uh, PGA Tour card and say he was out for a couple of years and it might be even longer than that is Dustin Johnson. He only has the two majors. Uh, he's an all-timer. He's a great player. He's got a lot of wins 
on the tour, but he seems to be a kind of a guy. I thought that money wasn't um, the end all and beat all. It was playing golf, winning some tournaments and having a good time, but 125 million is 125 million, I guess. Um, it's astonishing to me. These guys are taking this money for the simple fact that it's not going to be on TV. They can't play on tour. And if you don't have a, if you, if you haven't won yourself a major yet, you can't play in the majors. And then Dustin Johnson, and in his case, there's some guys who would never play the Ryder Cup. Dustin Johnson's not playing Ryder Cup for a couple of years, for, for, for the foreseeable future. I don't get it. Like money's money. I get it. I get that. But he was going to make that money regardless. Was he not? Um, well, you got to, it's $150 million to come, right? Like, like he gets that money. And now any prize money he makes going forward is his. He stands to make like $30 million a year on top of that 150. The money is absolutely ridiculous. And by when I, when I look at those names on that list, he's clearly the best golfer, like uh, Sergio Garcia, Oosthuizen. And, you know, and, and I read the article today, there's, there's team play and there's team captains. And if your team does well, then you get bonuses and, and they're going to have a draft and DJ is one of the captains. Uh, Serge is one of the captains, but three of the captains, I don't even fucking know who they are. Yeah. And so who the fuck are they picking? I have no idea. And, and to that note, like, if, if it's all about money, it's all about money. And, and I got to think someone like DJ, have you heard him talk? Have you heard him give an interview? Well, he's a bit dry, <laughs> to say the dry. least. He sounds moronic. Like, he well, sounds so fucking simple. He can play golf. And I have no idea, and maybe that's a charade, but he sounds so simple. And, and if he wants to make a couple hundred million bucks extra... I don't care. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I want to pontificate pontificate here a little bit because his father-in-law is a fairly successful athlete. He did okay. A, yeah. Who has a fairly good bank account. And I would hope that he would consult the, the grandfather of his child, who is a successful person in his own right as to what he thinks he should do. And I'm not saying that Gretz told him to take the money and run. I'm not saying that for a second. But what I am saying is I would hope he would get advice at some point to understand what your legacy may or may not be. He has See, that's the, thing that, that's the thing, Dave, that comes across my mind is that, yeah, you can have all the money in the world, blah, blah, blah. He probably already has more than he'll ever spend. He's got, like you said, Paul, Paulina's got probably her dad's credit card till the bitter end, no matter what. Uh, that's my, my my thoughts on that. But it's it's your legacy and, and who you become, because all of a sudden you can't win, you can't win this many tournaments. You can't, you're, you're not going to be on TV. You're not going to be, you're not going to be selling golf clubs. You're not going to be, um, selling teach uh golf shirts like you're not gonna be on commercials anymore you're not because not the North P- America because the PGA has their guys and and then Nike has the, their deals and and everything else and T- Taylor made has their guys that might be the reason why Tiger said I'm out because he's going to make another billion dollars 
in his lifetime by, by just showing up, shaking hands and kissing babies. Right. Well, I think on, on, John- on the PGA tour with Nike, with whoever he's with, right. Even if he doesn't play golf anymore, Tiger has his lifetime deals. So maybe he has to be part of the PGA tour for that to happen. Maybe that's just complete 14, 20 speculation. I don't know for Dustin Johnson to leave that money off the table. I think, I mean, what do I know? But I think that's a big mistake because your legacy is your legacy. You, you, nobody remembers how much money you you made in a, in in your career. You bring it up, you talk about it, but you talk about the victories, you talk about the moments, you talk about um, the shots, you talk about on and on and on. No matter what sport you play, and for Dustin Johnson to be going to a a a, a thing that no one can even watch because, like we talked off air. CBS, ABC, NBC, ESPN aren't going to touch this thing because they don't want to lose their contracts they have with the PGA Tour because they're quite lucrative. So these guys aren't ever going to be seen, I shouldn't say again, but for a couple of years. And then it's over, right? That's not necessarily true because um, the... Uh... Maybe a streaming service picks it up or something. I don't well, know. Well, well, no, and, and the majors aren't, aren't run by the PGA. The Masters is invite only. The U.S. Open is is run by uh, uh, U.S. Golf. Um, the British Open isn't has nothing to do with the PGA either. And what's the the, ma- the, the majors? You you like the three majors you have it. You can play three yeah. of the four. But what's the last major? The PGA Championship. Well, okay. Well, obviously you're not, <laughs> you're not playing that one. You're definitely not getting that one. But yeah. the, but but I could but I could see. Like you, you already saw it last week with the um with with the PGA before Phil even even said, "I'm declaring to go on on, on the Saudi tour." They said, "Can you just not show up?" And he didn't, right? Mm-hmm. So it, so it's already happening that the, it, that these guys are going to be left out of these tournaments because we don't want you here. If you don't want to be part of this, don't be part of this. Yes, but you're, you're. But yes, if if you're a returning champion to the Masters. But they told him to stay there too, and he didn't. He didn't show for that that either. There were some well, other circumstances with Phil, obviously. Yeah. But how welcome are these guys going to be back to with with, with the other players in, in in on the tour? How welcome are they going to be? Well, time's going to tell on that because, uh, like I said, just when I when I see DJ behind a mic, I think that he doesn't give a fuck. I really don't. Um, he's going to show up and golf and then go home and do his thing with, with his family or whoever he hangs out with. I do not know the, these, these answers. It's tough. Uh, it, it, it is odd. It, it's just, it's a decision. I'd like to know what it feels like to make, to say no to $150 million before you tee it up. Like, what's your obligations? What do you have to do? Like, is it a five-year or a six-year obligation? I have no idea. I think it was that. two. I think it was two for sure, from what I thought Jesus I read. But you know, fucking Christ. $75 million a year. To just to tee it. To, just, just to, to tee it. it up. Yeah. And then, you, and then you stand to make, I think, like, I think the prize money is actually double as, yeah. uh, as to an, an actual PGA event. So you might be winning, like, two and a half yeah. million dollars for a fucking – Thursday to Sunday thing against subpar competition. 
I mean, yeah, he's going to he's going to he's going to make more money up front, but like it, whatever. It's just I but like you like we said, the legacy thing I think is a, is something because you you can only spend so much. Well, unless you're Phil Mickelson, but eventually your legacy and what what you did to the game of golf or, or whatever whatever sport or whatever trade or whatever profession you're in, that's how you're remembered, not with how many zeros in your bank account, right? And I I don't know, man. I think this is a big mistake. Yeah, he's got more money. He's not ever going to listen to this. He doesn't care what Brent Redlinski or Dave Van Robes says about him. But, man, I think this is a big fucking mistake career-wise. Financially, financially great. Career-wise, he's going to be a forgotten entity soon. I could give a fuck because all the, like, there's so many guys that are forgotten entities, right? Like, he, he, he like... Like who's better, D- uh, Dennis Johnson or 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 what's his name? Fucking well, I'm gonna call him DJ or Jordan Spieth, right? Probably about the same career. Yeah. And, and and then now, do we like one better than the other? Is one a better golfer than the other? And and who cares unless they can start fucking start racking up master um, uh, majors. Well, and that's the thing because because you and you and I are you and I aren't the hugest. We we don't sit down every Sunday and do the the the. We don't. We're not in golf pools or everything else, so it's not a, a big skin off our back. Like we we watch other things and got other stuff going on. But there are people who be like, we're out on on uh, on DJ for sure. It's just it's just. Uh, I guess, man. I, I I guess if you just there's there's no such thing as too much when it comes to money. I guess, and, let, and and maybe it's a better quality of life, right? You're in Europe, yeah. I don't know what their tour is, but I'm you don't got to play as much. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? I mean, you don't I'm have sure, to play as much. I'm sure his travel. life doesn't suck. I'm sure he's got a private jet. Does what the fuck he wants. He's got Paulina manscaping his back for him. I guess whatever. But it's just, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I just think that if uh, you didn't like, if you didn't see a bunch of NHL guys running the KHL when they were offering a bunch of money for that back 15, 20 years ago. Well, you, you see know, Russians do it, right? I think, but the just NHL the Russians did. Yeah, because Russians get paid better and get treated better, yeah. and that's and then the NHL is is without a doubt the single best league in the world, financially and how you're treated. Okay. Whereas the KHL, like you hear, gross money getting thrown around every now and then. But if the KHL wanted to be like the Saudi league, they'd be paying Malkin and Ovechkin. Well, because Kovalchuk, he did jump ship. He got a big contract with the with it was with the Devils. He jumped ship and he went to the KHL and he got a big chunk of change. Ended up coming back because you know the way of life wasn't as great, but everything else. But I, I think golf probably the only sport that could possibly do that because it's a um, it's a rich man's game when it comes down to it. And you got these, these these deep pockets that can do this kind of stuff. And this is and I just like would if someone pays you whatever, man, like fuck, who cares? But wouldn't you go like sit in bed one night and maybe go? Fuck, I'm this guy's fucking toy. That's all I am. I'm this Saudi fucking prince's toy. That's it. Well, and then, you know that, and then that led me to think about what is the what's the motivation of this Saudi back league? Why 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 are they pissing on the PGA shoes? Is it like what's been broken? Like I've heard, like since this Saudi thing first came up, I read a lot of like Sergio couldn't wait to get out. 
just with the rules that PGA has. But why why would it stop? Why why would this new group just call before you start a new league? Like it didn't work for the fucking XFL or the the USFL or whatever for for NFL football. So why why is this new golf thing all the rage? It isn't going to work. Is it a tax write off? Like without a revenue stream, like where is their revenue stream? How are they going to recoup that kind of money? I don't know. <laughs> how, oh, oh, I know the price of gas is nine hundred dollars a liter right now. That's how. Well, exactly. No, I, 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 <laughs> I understand that. But like on on anytime you have a business, you 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 have your seed money. You do this, and this is how we're going to recoup our recoup our expenses. Yeah, I, I there's no chance on the planet that they're, they're making that money recoup, back for, through, through golf. Yeah, like through their product. Like they don't have. I, I don't know. Maybe they're with uh, Sky. Like I don't know with its Asian money. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I would imagine that the money in in Europe and Asia still wants to watch the best product. That's why people in North America, even though they're watching the the MLS, um, the Premiership is still a big fucking draw here in North yeah. America. Everybody knows who's doing well in the English Premier League. I I don't because that's the best league in the world. Cuz cuz you, you you have the the soccer league here in North America doesn't still doesn't match the TV rings that you get for the Premiership. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. They have they have it's 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 more of a local thing. It's a regional thing. And it's great and it's developing the game here in North America, which I'm happy for. They have sold out uh, barns, smaller barns, but they're 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 they have a rabbit. They're doing face. their they're thing. What? Right, and they're and they're making it work through ticket sales and, and through beer sales. And they're and they're not trying to leak local. into into the the premiership. They're like, we're not taking yeah. these fans away. They're not. They're definitely not pissing on the premiership. Like they they what what they're what what they're doing, which I, I understand. They like the premiership the over here, like over here the premiership. The games are on on a Sunday, Saturday, Sunday morning at 7 a.m. You want to wake up, watch it. Great. They, they, they'll never try to go up against those TV those TV deals at all. They'll have a game later on, done deal. We're not going to try to piss on these guys. We're not trying to steal their players. This is what we have. The odd guy might leak out, out of there when he gets to the end of his career, and that's it. They're not. They're not trying to, to, to defeat this. The Saudi thing, I don't get. It, like, like you said, I don't. It just doesn't make sense. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, it's just pissing on a tree for the sake of pissing on a tree. Well, we should have Wish I had a tree that big to piss on. Anyways, uh, like I said earlier on, Luke's lock of the week for the uh, Canadian, the RBC Canadian Open down in Southern Ontario 
on Bulldog. Make sure you go to our social media accounts, click on the links. Corey Connors, you bet 20, you went uh, 2,000 bucks or 4,000 bucks. Doesn't much matter, doesn't it? Who cares? Uh, no, I should, I should get the, the truth to that, shouldn't I? I should tell the truth that one, Dave. Well, you win more than you lose. Uh, 20 bucks gets you 400, so it's two thousand. It's a plus 2,000 <laughs> bet. 20 bucks gets you 400, which is a pretty good chunk of change for a $20 bill. Corey Connors, the Canadian boy on home soil. Luke's Luck of the Week, 1420 Sports Blog Podcast, and Bodog.com. Fourteen twenty sports podcast four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Dave, we're around baseball fields this weekend. Uh, I had a fortunate situation. You had an unfortunate situation that turned fortunate. Uh, Gypsy girl pizza medicine hat. We talked about it on a Thursday night show uh, before the game started on Friday night. There between the uh, Moose Jaw Miller Express and the Medicine Hat Mavericks, the guys from uh, Gypsy Gypsy Girl Pizza knocked on the Empire Room door. Made sure we still wanted pizza to come to our door. After the game, Dave was sitting there hot and ready to go for us. Uh, tasted fantastic. It was so, it was so, so good. Uh, way, obviously way better. Like I, and I like hot dogs, but this was way better than a stadium hot dog. Thank you once the girl, uh, again, to uh, Gypsy Girl Pizza in Medicine Hat. If you guys are listening to us in the hat or in the surrounding area, make sure you guys check out their food truck. Good bunch of guys. Great food and just all around great experience. Dave, your experience at the ballpark didn't turn out as well uh, when you were at the park, but it turned out to be a good experience uh, downtown. Let me know what happened. So uh, Jasper, my son, had a he was he had a baseball practice on Friday night. Uh, when I went to pick him up, he was down on the mouth. You know why he was down on the mouth? His his bat broke, and when I say broke, like so with these kids and the bat, it's like a a, a composite handle and a, an aluminum tube on the end for the hitting. And it, it actually separated the aluminum separated from the fucking grip. And he was pissed. And we had bought this for him in for fall ball. So it's less than a year old. Off we go. Uh, we shopped local for that bat Doug's sports here in Lethbridge. I phoned fellow and asked about the warranty and he goes, well, it has a year warranty, but it depends. I go, well, I'll see you in 20 minutes. Off me and the kid go to Doug Sports. And as soon as he saw the bat, he goes, that shouldn't happen. I go, no fucking shit, man. So <laughs> I didn't say no fucking shit because. I would have. Well, I, I go, that's kind of what I figured. And he goes, well, no, we're not going to. You get full store credit. But don't worry about it. We're going we're gonna to cover this. Um, like, uh, why don't you grab a bat? Here's the thing. They didn't have that bat in Jasper's size. They had it in a size smaller, but obviously he's a little bit bigger. So they still got me because I they because you know you let your kid pick the bat he wants, and there's going to be a more expensive bat coming your way. So nonetheless, full props to Doug Sports for making that a painless return um, experience for me and my son. And I was. Never, I'm never happy to spend that much money on a baseball bat, but I rather it went to someone here as opposed to a head office in Santa Clara, California. It uh, it pays to shop local, Davey. It, it happens. A funny story I got about Doug Sports: uh, the umpire shoes that I wear to this day behind the plate got plate shoes plus paws. They haven't been in circulation for quite some time. I bought those shoes at Doug Sports 
1997, and I'm still wearing them today. To this day, they're still they're, they're in good condition. I take good care of them. I shine them up. I make sure they're they're good. They got Goodyear soles at the bottom of them. I'm not making that up. They're made out of Goodyear tires. Plus, pause uh, umpire shoes. They're fantastic. I got a Doug Sports. Same location. 20 20. Five years later, Doug Sports, shout out to you guys and Gypsy Queen or, or Gypsy oh, Girl Pizza. Twenty-five. I remember going there when I was in grade school. Uh, They've been there forty years, year. probably. I'd say closer to fifty because I'm fifty-two and I was there. Like honestly, when I was in elementary, I was buying soccer gear, gear there. I didn't. Uh, I don't buy all my sports, and and until Jasper started playing ball. I will admit I stopped going there. It's more of a high school local sports place, yep. which is which is which is commendable. They have all the the colors and the socks for all the local basketball teams. They 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 clear clearly um, cater to that. And but you know when it's when when you're local and and you care about the community and you uh, cater to the community, I I applaud that. And I was happy to spend my money on my son's ball gear at Doug Sports here in Lethbridge, Alberta. There you go. Shop local. It, it, it pays off for everybody else around the community. Anyways, Dave, we got a few uh, oh yeahs or oh no's to end today tonight's show off. You ready to go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or oh no. <laughs> uh, Dave, once in a while, you, you go to a store, and you, you know what you want, you know what you're looking for, but you don't know how to word it. Oh yeah or oh no to talking to the retail staff. Last case scenario. I hate it. I'll walk a lot unless I'm in a hurry and or frustrated. Where am I? What store am I at? Uh Home Depot. No, never. Like, oh sorry, I, I won't say never. If I'm in the tool section, tool like, uh, or, or if I need a part or for plumbing, I'll find it on my own. If I'm on the wood side, I'll ask for it because the guys on the wood side seem to be a little bit more uh, knowledgeable than the people. They in, know uh, stuff I don't like when it comes to plumbing. I I I, I know what I need. Now I need this fitting and that fitting and this to, to I'll make it work. I, I need I need the retail guy to not be around me. Like right. Just, exactly. Like I, I, they're doing they're, they're doing their job. I'm not telling them to fuck off. I'm just saying, I got it. Can you just, can you just, right, right? But on on the wood side, when I need a hand, like and and they'll cut it for you and everything like that. I I will I will go to the wood side because they they're they don't know what I want, but they can do what I what I what I need. Whereas on the on the parts and and that kind of shit. I know what I want and I can figure it out. Dave, there was uh, there's two less Joes managing Major League Baseball as of today. Uh, Girardi got fired on, I think it was on Friday, and Joe Madden with the uh, Angels, the smartest man in baseball, just ask him. He's uh, jobless today. Uh, he got let go by the Angels, like I said. Um, oh, yeah or oh, no, Dave. Firing a coach manager midseason. If it has to be done, it has to be done. I'm going to say give a give an oh yeah, because if it's oh no, then like you're, it can never be an oh no because 
what are you gonna do, right? Like like we were we were we were some ship, but you fired the coach and you guys didn't get better. Well, we still sucked anyways, right? They they always get that dead cat bounce as soon as the new coach comes in. Um, especially why is that? Because the Phillies ended up actually sweeping their weekend series last week and they won three in a row. Yeah. And like and and, and look what it's uncanny. It happens like almost every time. Look what happened to the Canucks. Like yeah. the, not with, only did they get the Brucey Boudreaux. Yeah. Well, oh, the Oilers was, as well, right? And the Oilers as well, exactly. Um, if the message isn't getting through, and you know, a 12 game with uh, losing streak, I get it. It's an individualistic game, but 12 games is 12 fucking games. That's a lot, man. And, and, and when you got two of the, the highlight real players of, of all MLB on your team, you got to start making the fucking playoffs, man. I'm not a Madden guy because he's got to be the smartest guy in the room all the time. He just he just comes across to me as a kind of a nozzle. That's my own opinion. I'm entitled to it. It's my show, so I can say where the fuck I want. It's our show, sorry. I can say where the fuck I want. But he just comes across as I got. I, I'm just so smart and so smart. And he had a bit of a cryptic message last night saying, "It seems that the uh, the players have given up and on me, dude. It's not about you, man. It's about the team. Like just yeah. enough." Like, how come you're not smart enough to make him play for you? Yeah, you have two of the best players in baseball, and you're still losing. Yeah, and, you know, just because, like, you know, it's it's one of those, he seems to be one of these guys that just keeps falling forward, right? Well, not forward, I won't say. He, uh, Tampa Bay's been doing just fine without him, right? They're, yep. they're, they're doing well without him, and then, like, wow, look, look what he's doing with this, this limited budget. It's not what he was doing. He was just managing uh, brilliant scouting work and, and, and I think construction. The, the older I get, Dave, the, uh, and the more I watch baseball, I think that the general manager and the scouting staff has a lot more to do with this the, and how the roster is constructed has a lot more to do with it than the manager does. And the manager is the fall guy. I'll I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll totally agree with that. And then, you know, and he was gifted that opportunity with Chicago. Thank you, Theo Epstein. Right. And then uh, he, I believe he quit the Cubs and he just got the Scotty Bowman treatment in, uh, in Anaheim. Dave, oh yeah or oh no, hard shelled tacos. Oh yeah. Fucking right. Yeah, I know. I'm a hard oh no on those, man. They just oh. make a fucking mess. They break open. They're all over the place. I'm a hard oh no on the, on the hard shell, shell tacos. Okay, I like the, yeah. soft, the soft tacos. Great. Love it. Thanks. Okay, so now I'm going to break it up a little bit here now. <laughs> we, we, we make tacos at home, yep. right? So, so on the road, it's soft. At home, when we make them ourselves, it's hard for that exact reason because I have a plate with me. And then, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the meal, I have a fork and eat all that shit up. And it's, like, now a taco salad. But, like, biting into a taco, a hard taco, is a, it's a fucking treat. I like it a lot. So you're an oh, yeah, on that, eh? Oh, big oh, yeah. And then how you do it. People, people do it wrong all the time. Maybe I've been doing it wrong. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, anyways, when you make your hard taco, you put the cheese in first. And then you put the meat. Yeah, uh, And then you put the lettuce. And then you put the meat. And then you put the tomatoes or sour cream, whatever you want. But you got to get that cheese in first. When the meat's in the bottom, 
all the grease makes it a little soggy and stuff. That screws up the taco. That fucks up the taco, right? The meat is the sorry. The cheese is the buffer between the meat grease and and the taco. And if you do it properly, you can get it. You can get eighty percent of that thing in your mouth and not not on the floor. But I go. love. But I but I love a hard taco. I I love I, I I prefer if I could eat if hard tacos weren't messy, that's what I would order to go as well. Uh, two more. This, uh, this one I I I don't know how this is a, a oh no for anybody. It's a hard oh yeah for me. Uh, Neapolitan ice cream. Never no, fuck off. It has all the three most popular flavors in one. Well, so here, I'm a little bit blessed in the fact that we have a craft ice cream store right beside uh, Pop's Pub. Yeah. Five-minute five minute walk. I'll go there, and you know what they don't sell? Neapolitan ice cream. They have good flavors. They have, like, whatever. And then when I buy ice cream for the house, it's almost it's always vanilla. It's always vanilla. Because you add stuff after, like, do you, do you make a Sunday kind of deal? Like, uh, uh, summertime Sunday, like, or a, it's with cake like a parfait or, or something? Or... Right. It, it, it's an accoutrement to a dessert, right? Uh, ice cream isn't the main event. It's the it's it's the accent to the dessert. Deanne, makes a, Deanne can make an ice cream Sunday dessert. Whatever, like, so, it, it's, it's, oh, Wow. I'm surprised, you, I, I'm surprised I don't weigh 9,000 pounds, to be honest with you. And, do you, and does she make it with Neapolitan ice cream? Uh, just, it depends. She's got different flavors sometimes. It's, oh, uh, man. Neapolitan's not, 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 a, if I buy ice cream, it's Neapolitan. But when she buys it, it's it's usually vanilla, and she adds it, and it's a it's a thing. Uh, oh, very no, last I, one for, go ahead, sorry, Dave. Well, just the other thing, like, I'll buy a Haagen-Dazs before I buy a Neapolitan. <clears throat> I got you. Very last one. Uh, Going across to save on foods there, and you, you're 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 in the lineup, and you got your 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 basket, your bag. Uh, oh yeah, or oh no, people with one or two items looking at you with love in their eyes at, at the checkout counter. Oh yeah, or oh no, do you let them ahead, or like can they can wait their turn? This is really dependent. Um, because when I go to the grocery store, I'm the, the food shopper in the family. I always, always, always go to the, um, self-checkout. Yeah. I do that. And I, and that like, fuck off. No, get behind me. Yeah. I'm a, if you're at self-checkout, there's no chance you're getting in front of me. Um, if back in the day though, um, when I had a full cart and they had one or two, I would gladly let people go in front. But because I'm a self-checkout person now, no. I uh, If I'm in the, the, the lineup, I'm 100%. I, it's right across the street from the house here. I, I From the tavern, I, I got nowhere. I'm in not, not a rush whatsoever. I'm every time. They, they give me a look at with love in their eyes, like I said. And I'm like, okay, go ahead, man. No problem. It's fine. Just go. You're 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 in a bigger rush than I am. If you're asking, you're in a big rush. So just go ahead. And so, but like, so when you're at that same, you're not a self checkout guy. You always go through the till. Um, it depends if I have the cash dollars in my pocket, because they this save on doesn't take cash. 
at the self checkout. It's a, a tap. But if I have if I have the, the cash dollars in my pocket, I will go. It's just it's whatever. Depends how much it is, I guess. Oh really? I haven't paid cash for groceries in fucking years. It's always tap. The tappy tap. Always tappy tap. Yeah, without a doubt. Like I, I know it very... just depends. I don't know why. It's, it's it's an odd little quirk of mine. I guess that's weird. Uh, one thing where I am a little advanced, I forgot. I went grocery shopping and forgot my wallet. I was able to do the whole transaction on my phone. Well, Deanne's a big phone user with her tappy thing all the time now too. Yeah, with I. I don't know how to do that. It's, it's it's really quite easy, but you know, I didn't know I could do it until I did do it. How's that? I didn't. I didn't because because uh, I was looking up some kind of thing while I was there, and it, like hold card near reader, and it fucking paid, and I was like, hey, sweet, that's how this works. Done deal. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh yes, and oh yes, and oh nos, Manscape, Bulldog, we got the, we got it all going on. Seat Geek Day, fun show tonight. Stanley Cup playoffs. The Oilers are done. We're gonna get to. We were talking off air about doing a, a live show or a recorded show, something at Spit Stadium here in Lethbridge during WCBL game. I won't be on the field, obviously. We'll have some fun with the crowd, and uh, we'll get the uh, the Bulls involved in it. should be a, a fun thing to do. We get that going in the upcoming weeks. Uh, summertime's upon us. Jasper's almost done school, so I'm sure you'll be doing some camping and everything else coming up because his baseball season ends tomorrow night, does it not? Um, No, it's it got extended because last night. Oh, the rain out. There was a rainout last night. So the boys playing tomorrow night at eight o'clock at Canola. If you wish to come by. Actually, why don't Deanne and I make make our way down there and uh, maybe we'll bring a cooler with some adult beverages and maybe enjoy enjoy the show a little bit. Wouldn't be the first time a cooler of adult <laughs> beverages was within arm's reach of me. But <laughs> nonetheless, it's a, the late game. So under the lights at Canola tomorrow. Uh, and that's what we got going on there. I'm looking forward to possibly setting up a, an event night for where we can get a little bit greasy and, and see what we can get up to with any of our local listeners that, that want to come by. Um, things, it's summer. We, we only got fucking 10 weeks of it here in Lethbridge, Alberta. So Getting short, we're down to seven weeks now, Dave, all of a sudden. You never know. Uh, you, you, you never do you know because you might be still in uh, shorts and T-shirts, uh come october but you, you might be shoveling your walk it's it's a weird place we live in right now summer's here it's it's now it's not official but it, it's here it's now let's get outside let's get outdoors um let's enjoy the place we live in let's enjoy our company and and, and let's uh let's let's do some shit let's let's get let's get wild summer's here the time is right for dancing in the streets is what they call it dave anyways 1420 sports <laughs> podcast four beer sports talk and a whole lot more Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself if you need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk again on Thursday night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.